0: Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And a warm welcome to Afternoons with Bill Arnold. I am the Bill Arnold part of that sentence. I'm awfully glad you joined me today. I have got a spectacular hour planned in as much as i've never done this before so i have this i have this dream i'm living the dream of coming in and doing the show and praying i don't get fired at the end of the day but today could change all of that cuz i have invited into the studio my bible study the men the band of brothers i get together with and we get into god's word and we're going to talk about how we got started because this month is our 3rd anniversary of meeting And we're going to talk about how we get started and what was it like when you first walked into the study and what is it like today? What have you learned? What do you still need to figure out? What can't you put your arms around yet? And we're going to talk about the way in which we've gone about studying God's Word and some of the questions we've had and some of the great discussions we've had and a lot of the laughs that we've had. It's been great. So we're going to take a little break and then I will bring my Bible study into the show. It's five minutes after the hour. Glad you're with us. Be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dick, but we're general manager of Faith Radio, and I do want to take this opportunity to say thank you again for your support during our recent share campaign. Your support of Faith Radio is changing lives by keeping relevant Bible preaching and family-focused teaching on the air. Your gift today supports your favorite preachers and teachers, the news you rely on, and the programs you love. And most importantly, Faith Radio is there for you when you want us and when you need us. If you didn't get a chance to be a part of the fall share, you can still give online at MyFaithRadio.com. That's MyFaithRadio.com. Or you can call 877-933-2484 and at the prompt, push 2. Remember, Faith Radio's mission is to lead people to Christ and nurture them in their spiritual growth through Christ-centered media, which you make possible through your prayers and generous support. Thank you, and God bless you.
0: Welcome back to the show. It's six minutes after the hour. Bill Arnold here in studio once again, presenting a professional image. And all that could go down (laughs) real fast. So I have in studio my Bible study. We meet uh, every other Friday. We've been at it now three years. This is our third year anniversary. And I said to the guys, why don't you come on to the show and we'll have a discussion about what it's like just to be in a Bible study. When you get invited to a Bible study, are you reluctant, resistant? What's it like? Uh, What have you learned? What, well, can't you put your arms around yet? I thought, what would be a fun time to just uh, get together and have that conversation. So I have in studio my my good friends, Jay, Brian, and Dale. And Jay and I, you and I started meeting, I don't know, it was like two, three years ago.
2: Yeah, I would say before this group got going, probably a year or two before that. Yeah. So we would meet
0: every other week. And I think it was uh, you said to me, we should uh, start bringing in some more guys into this study. Exactly. You bore me.
3: <laughs>
2: well, you know for me, you know God had been moving in my life you know down three or four different paths of friends of mine one one I had known since college that's almost forty years mm-hmm. one I had known for twenty plus years uh who's a brother in law and one had been a coaching friend of mine that I had met through youth sports for 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and it seemed like our conversations with each of those individuals, my relationship with them was was leading at, at a similar pace and path down to spiritual interest, heavy spiritual interest for different reasons, uh, and none of them, to my knowledge, had been in a Bible study before, mm-hmm. and so it just seemed apparent like this would be the optimal time to bring all of us together with you and me, and let's just crack open the word and see what it has to say to these guys Mm -hmm. in addition to you and me. Yeah. And so God just worked out the timing, the people, and they seemed willing. Fantastic. Now,
0: I know you, Jay, well enough to know that you always look for opportunities to bring God into virtually any discussion, any conversation, any relationship. So it's something I've learned from you, something I've always admired in you. You've always been bold and you are not afraid to uh say what you think what you
2: believe how you feel because you care about people and love people well you can say that bill but remember it took me 40 years to get one guy to a study <laughs> 20 years to get the other and 10 the other so not quickly <laughs> but but I will tell you I have been praying for all of these guys their spiritual life ever since I met them mm-hmm. and and having meaningful purposeful dialogue periodically about spiritual things, not every time we're together, Mm -hmm. but I knew God had put them in my life for a spiritual purpose. It just took a while to get us all together. Yeah.
0: Now, Jay, I would love for you to tell our listeners, because we got lots of time, a little bit about your faith journey. Yeah. Because you and I have been friends for a long time, and, and I'm such a fan of uh, your story and and your life and everything else. So sure. yeah, tell our listeners a little bit about your
2: future. Do you here. want the 40-minute version? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll go quick. I'll yeah. go quick. So you know, I was raised Catholic and um, attended church, parents, uh, very staunch Catholic, and um, I certainly had went to Catholic school, so... Had an awareness of God. Um, I didn't. I would never have said back then I had a relationship with God, but I feared God, went to church, prayed occasionally mm-hmm. when I needed him, um, but really didn't have a personal re- relationship until my senior year in high school. After, you know, kind of being on the wild side for a few years, I was invited into a Bible study. It was in that Bible study really for the first time I paid attention to the Word. Uh, I really started to apply it to myself. I was challenged about making a decision. And the first time I was challenged to make a decision to commit my life to Christ, I couldn't come up with any reason why I wouldn't do Mm -hmm. that. Matter of fact, it sounded like exactly what I should do. So I did it with very minimal understanding of what all that meant at that time. And then I I came up to the University of Minnesota. I got involved in some on-campus ministries that And and then I had a couple spiritual mentors who really kind of cracked open the word with me and discipled me. And uh, from that point on, I've always had those kind of people in my life to really help me to grow and challenge me. And I've had great churches and great opportunities to serve within a variety of places that, you know, has led me to where through, you know, through my involvement in sports, I really felt like. God gave me a a platform to share my faith that wasn't a platform to puff myself up, but Mm -hmm. a platform to use a sport where I would have a chance to go out and share my faith. And that that started when I was young, 18, 19, and I continue to get those opportunities today because of that platform and uh, just, you know, me continuing to walk in my faith. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not setting any records on the pace, but uh, I've I've been steadfast in my journey, and God has been so good to me.
0: Yeah, and he got a hold of you uh, in. Did you say your first year in college? Well, it, um, it was my in senior in high school. Senior in high school. Okay, yeah. so you go off to college, and you are you on a full ride scholarship to the U of M? Yes, and you're playing football and you've got quite a career. You go on to play a year in the pros, two years in the pros.
2: Yes. So, uh, so my identity now is pretty much uh, exposed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's uh, y- you stood strong in your faith from from day one, and every time you had an opportunity to let your faith be known, you took advantage of it. So I, I, just, I just think that's great.
2: Well, I was convicted on that, mm-hmm. and, and I knew that, you know any success i was having or any opportunity and i was always so healthy I always i still marvel at how um i had very few injuries in playing football and uh it allowed me to compete and play and keep playing at at a next level i just i just felt in my heart that god was allowing me to move on or to have any success so that he could use me it wasn't so i could get rich and Drive nice cars and have a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. It it was for his purposes.
0: Mm-hmm. So Jay, maybe you would introduce uh, your brother-in-law and and your coaching friend.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, my brother-in-law Dale, I won't I won't tell you his whole life story. I want okay. to keep his identity <laughs> yeah. uh, safe. But uh, so Dale is married to my wife's sister, okay. younger sister. And um, you got married in what year?
4: Uh, 24 years ago. So we got married in 1994.
2: Okay. So I would have met Dale even a couple of years before that because we would have, we sure. were playing basketball mm-hmm. against each other, uh, pickup leagues. And he was one of my arch enemies because he always guarded me and mm-hmm. talked trash to me. But I, I still liked him for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. and-,
4: <clears throat> and Dale, what was your impression of Christians back then? You know, it's, uh, I was, I had run into post-college. So I, I did, similar to Jay, grew up going to church, uh, but I think it was probably more my parents forcing me to go to church, mm-hmm. even though did the uh, youth group thing in junior high and senior high, but it was much more about hanging out with friends, meeting new friends, uh, that type of thing. Left high school, stopped going to church, and, and really didn't see a reason to go to church after that. There was nothing calling me to go to church. And frankly, when I ran into people that were using the term born again, um, they they weren't acting in a way that I necessarily wanted to be associated with oftentimes. And so, um, again, it was another reason I, I thought in my life it was I'm be- doing the right things, I'm behaving in an ethical way, I'm, um, you know, providing for my family, I'm doing good things, and so I'm doing what God would want me to do. I, and so, you know, unlike you, I would, I think, Growing up, I thought I had a relationship with with Jesus and with God, but now I look back, I realize I really didn't. I just was going someplace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so
0: uh, let me take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking uh, with my Bible study all hour. Uh, It is 15 minutes after the hour. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. It's 17 minutes after the hour. Bill Arnold in studio with his Bible study. This makes me so happy. We've been talking about doing this for a little while. And this is the third year anniversary of us getting together and fellowshipping and studying God's word. And we also did a couple of book studies as well. So I have in studio Jay, Brian and Dale. Uh, Michael and Scott are not available to meet us today, but we'll probably get them back in at another time. But uh, that would be the group so, Jay, let's uh, bring uh, Brian into the show
2: as well. Yeah. So, Brian, I, I was my – I have five boys. I was coaching my fifth son, and uh, this was fourth-grade football. And, and I had coached all my boys and usually had an assistant coach um, or two that I kind of would rally with me to coach. And this year I had – uh, that particular year, I had my father-in-law helping and my brother-in-law helping when he could, a uh, different brother-in-law. And and then about two or three weeks into the season, the head of the league comes down to me and says, hey, uh, we're adding another kid to your team, and apparently his dad can coach. Do you want him or not? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll take him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we needed help and... And I needed help. And Please say it wasn't Brian. It was Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so here it was. You talk about ordained. I mean, uh, Brian, uh, we shook hands. I don't think we had ever met before, at least not to my knowledge. And instantly, I loved the guy. I yeah. mean, high energy, intense, yeah. competitive, Hysterical. played football, pretty funny dude. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I can work with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, our relationship started there we coached for a couple, three years together. Obviously our boys played football together. So we had every fall together, we were in the stands on the sidelines, watching our kids play. Then we started to do things socially as a couple and just, you know, every minute I spent with him, uh, you know, I enjoyed him more and more. Occasionally we then got together, you know, for a lunch or, or a breakfast or whatever. And, in some of those more intimate settings, you know, I had a chance to kind of get inside his head a little bit on a spiritual matter. We talk about kids, uh, about, you know, God's involvement in our parenting or in our mm-hmm. marriages, whatever. And Brian was always receptive and interested. Uh, but, you know, we I, I had never, you know, up until this study, I had never really pressed him to say, just how interested are you in spirituality? Mm -hmm. But our relationship, um, I think, you know, has gone to a whole nother level as we've been in study together. Mm -hmm.
0: So Dale, you said that there was a time when you didn't, you weren't sure that you really needed God that much.
4: I felt like I I didn't think I needed church. I think I didn't need to to study. I (laughs) I thought I had a relationship with God. I believed in God. I knew I was going to go to heaven. I was a good person. Um, mm-hmm. So what more did I need? There wasn't a hole in my life um, that I was aware of. Uh, there was. I just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Brian, what was it
0: like for you growing up? I mean, did, were you a church kid and or was it more Christmas and Easter kind of thing? Or how did it go?
5: I feel like you saved me for last for a reason. <laughs> <present>. <laughs> um <laughs> The only church and religion we had came from the grandparents. Okay. My dad told me when I was eight years old, there was no God. Okay. And uh, not in a mean way, not in an angry way, just um, that was his belief. He grew up in a fairly strict Baptist household, and it caused him, once he got out of there, not that they were bad people, but just the message that he got and the way it was handled kind of drove him the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And I never really dug into what were all those things, but it did. My mom grew up, you know, her mother was Lutheran, her father was Catholic. She was raised Catholic. You know, they met in college and were just, you know, never gotten it clearly. In retrospect, I would say they would never really understood it. It wasn't, and I'm not blaming them, but it wasn't taught them. So I grew up in an a religious household. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was anti, but it was a religious. Mm-hmm. I did have some influence at the grandparents level that were, you know, recognized where my parents were coming from. So we're trying to do an end around and go, well, hey, uh, you know, one guy, one of my grandfathers uh, gave me a dollar to remember, memorize the Ten Commandments, which I promptly did and earned my dollar. So, so that was sort of a positive influence <laughs> yeah. as a young man that I had. I think that was in fourth grade. Um, and I know that I know that they struggled with it and. When my dad got a Bible when he was 40 years old from his mother that was inscribed, he looked at this and it was it was kind of crappy of him. He kind of like this and was like, "What what am I going to do with this?" He goes, he looks at me, he goes, "You're probably the most spiritual one in the house," and he gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Well, I still have it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it didn't get read a lot, but mm-hmm. I st- I kept it. <laughs> yeah. You know? So there was always something in me. I mean i I remember feeling, you know, just out of sorts with things and I would actually pray and I didn't really know how we never went to church. I think I was baptized and I think that's the last time I stepped into church with my parents until somebody Mm -hmm. we knew got married. But um, yeah, so mine was a very different background, no introduction, really Um, no experience with it. really. And it really wasn't until I was met my then girlfriend, now wife of 24 years as well, uh, who was spiritual, but did not force it upon me. It was something that she kind of led by example. And, Like a lot of people, you don't really think about those things. You get busy with your own life, with your own man-made things and material things and the drive to be whatever you want to be. But once you have kids, that changes, and that's what happened for me.
0: Mm -hmm. So when your dad said, and I'm being very respectful to your dad, he said, you know, I don't believe in God, and that's that. Does that pretty much mean that that that's where the discussion ended? You didn't really bring up the subject again in the confines of the house?
5: You know, there probably were discussions, but none that are particularly memorable. I'm sure I queried him on it and said, well, you know, Grandma and Grandpa think this or they Mm -hmm. say that. And by the way, when you're seven years old, you know, in 1970, and everybody's at church on Sunday except for you and your brother, (laughs) it does sort of raise some questions. It does sort of make, I got no one to play with. Fill me in. (laughs) Why we're doing this. So, no, no, it it definitely came up. And I, I don't remember anything memorable other than that. Um, you know, it was probably like, hey, kind of like what Dale was talking about without the religious piece. Hey, we're living a good life and we're doing the right things. And if there's a just God, he'll recognize that we won't be punished for it. That was kind of Mm -hmm. his response. So that was his way of saying, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I don't want you thinking that, you know, you're going to hell because your parents aren't taking you to church. And that, you know, as a young kid who looked up to his father, that was enough.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: It's really interesting because we are so connected to our upbringing, you know, that leaves such an incredible imprint on how we are going to be viewing God. And it's not until you come into contact with God's Word do you start to see God on God's terms. So when we got together three years ago and we decided we were going to start studying God's Word, I think our first year we took uh, the book of John and we took Tim Keller's book, A Reason for God. I think we took a chapter from the book and then a chapter of God's word and started meshing those together. And as you guys were starting to look through the book of John, um, how were you, how were you, how
4: were you feeling about it? What was, what was going on in your heads? Well, for me, it was really a learning experience. Uh, I realized how little I knew and not only from reading it, I'd never read the book of John. I All the stories I learned about were, you know, in church, in Sunday school, um, talking with my parents, sort of TV. So it was the classic version of all of the Bible stories, not really knowing uh, what happened, certainly not knowing any of the backstories. And that was the real interesting part about being in the study was not just the word that was in front of us, but then hearing from... Um, the two of you, from the research that Mike would do uh, in the background of every single word, we don't, that we bring, him, we don't bring him up. Today. <laughs> <laughs> um, is I just realized how little I knew, and so it was it was an incredible door uh, opening into what I thought I knew and clearly didn't. I think that was really the aha moment. Mm-hmm. And Jay,
0: what
2: did you start to see in Dale over the next couple of years? What well, I loved about Dale is, yeah, and and really everyone in the group, but you know, Dale is uh, very vulnerable and transparent, and you know, he, Dale would always say, "I had no idea that was the case." <laughs> <laughs> or you I know, I you all say these that years, times, <laughs> I never understood it to be that way. Yeah. So you you kind of it's the this notion of scales coming off the eyes, mm-hmm. which when I first started reading the Bible, a good Catholic kid never really paid attention to any of these stories. Now when I started looking in the mirror and applying them to myself, I was like, whoa, over and over again. And Mm -hmm. that's what's, I think, fulfilling and energizing for you and me is to watch these guys have those aha moments Mm -hmm. and understand that, whoa, I didn't really understand that's how it works. And uh, so that, that just enthused me and energized me and then, As they're sharing that experience, because it wasn't like it was, you know, two, uh, you know, uh, theologians with uh, one person. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, we've been down the path a little bit. We've been in the word for a while and we were sharing together. And almost in a cadence, we saw the scales coming off their eyes and the realizations happening, you know, every time we got together. And then you and I many times would call each other on the way. And how about what Dale said? How about you believe what Brian said today? How about you know? And that's the great fun in this. They probably don't know that we did that. No, no, no. We're just finding that that out now. (laughs) We're going to tap your phones. You can't be part of those conversations.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, we're talking about uh, our Bible study, my Bible study today, and how we formed it three years ago, and how we came about uh, studying God's word together and we took on a couple of books. We said, let's start with The Reason for God by Tim Keller. And then uh, we did The Man in the Mirror. Um, And uh, that book was a lot of fun too. And now we're uh, we're in Paul's letters. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, more with my Bible study. Be back in a minute. You just joined us. Hope your day is going well. If you're just climbing into your car, you are uh, just joining me and my Bible study. Um, My guys, uh, we meet every other Friday, and we thought, well, let's get together on year three as we're having our third year anniversary and hopefully encourage listeners that this is not, A, that hard to do, and B, once you start doing it, uh, you're not going to believe, A, how much fun it is, and also the changes and transformation that that can go on in, in people's lives. So it's all worth our time and energy and effort. And I have in studio Jay, Brian, and Dale, th- three of the five guys in my study. And there's only three mics in here, so that pretty much fills up the <laughs> studio. But uh, our year, uh, our first year, we studied the Book of John, and we went through uh, Tim Keller's book, A Reason for God. And the second year, um, we were in the um, man in the mirror. The man in the mirror, yes. And I tried to get him on the show, but he wasn't taking interviews. Patrick Morley. Patrick Morley, yeah. yeah. He's taking a little bit of a hiatus. Okay. Um, but uh, we've, had, uh, we've had a great time, and I just thought it'd be interesting to, to talk about when you get yourself, this is your first Bible study, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you came, what, what were you thinking? That you're going to put your toe in the water, and if it's not cool in a couple of weeks, you're out of here, right? <laughs> what were you thinking?
4: Well, I I knew I couldn't do that. One of the problems with being related to uh, to one one of the leaders is that I couldn't dip my toe in and, and bail out because there <laughs> would be ramifications yeah. down the road. Yeah. But um, no, we've talked a lot about timing, and it, it really was some preordained. The timing was right to because it wasn't something that I was uh, nervous about. It was something I was really excited about. It, mm-hmm. it was something I'd been wondering. How do I go about finding a Bible study? How do how do I go about getting into something like this?
0: So you're almost waiting to be asked.
2: Yes, mm, yeah. interesting. Which I didn't know that. Uh, I know. Yeah, but I you had a heart
0: that. for him forever.
2: Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we had had breakfast, and you know, uh, I think I I don't remember the conversation verbatim, but I, I just remember uh, telling that I was praying for him, and you know, I was encouraging him to lean on God during this period, um, and. You know, and i I saw in Dale at that time, that's when I first noticed that he was on a spiritual journey already. I mean, God had been at work in his life through a myriad of things that were going on, and I thought, okay there there's a door cracked here. Not that Dale had shut any doors, but this is an more obvious time to me that he's leaning in, which mm-hmm. was exciting.
0: yeah, and Brian, when you came into the study, were you feeling more inclined to want to be intellectual or emotional?
5: You know, initially I wasn't expecting the intellectual stimulation, and that has been a complete surprise and absolutely fantastic. I didn't know the players. I didn't know where they were coming from. I didn't know, you know, they're bent on things. I was totally kind of just trusting Jay, um, and I, I, I thought it was going to be a nerd fest. I mean, I thought it was going to be well, – we I thought I was just going to be going, you will not believe what this guy said today. Oh, so I mean, if you had to ask me, uh, that's probably what I was thinking more like that. I was Mm -hmm. thinking it was going to be a little bit more less discussion of impact and historical context and what was going on. That's been the fascinating part for me is really to bring it to life. Because, you know, my experience, I told you how I grew up, right? Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of that going on. And, you know, if there wasn't claymation in the 1970s for Christmas (laughs) shows, I might not know anything (laughs) about it. So fortunately there was. Um, So for me, I was, you know, kind of tabula rasa blank slate Mm -hmm. a little bit. I had some preconceived notions of religion generally that I'd picked up, you know, that it was – you know, Mark said it was the opium of the masses, as it was a means for control, and I'm sure leaders did manipulate religion. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure I'm sure those things did go on, but um, I didn't really realize how important it was in people's lives. And this is going to sound bad, but I didn't know how normal you could be and also be super religious because mm-hmm. the ones I encountered, right? <laughs> I mean, the ones that are on the street corners or preaching you to you mm-hmm. at college campus and stuff— you know, but we had to get beyond that in a comfortable setting where people could talk about their faith, and it shocked me. Mm-hmm. I mean, not shocked me like, oh my gosh, it was just more like, this is really cool. I had no idea. Mm. Do you think that there's not
0: a lot of places where people have uh, adult conversation about God and faith? I mean, absolutely. At the average dinner party do you, that you go to, or uh, an event Never. that you're at Never. with your your kids Never. and you're sitting in the stands,
2: do you ever
4: have
0: Especially these kind God. of
2: talks? especially guys right that's uncool yeah uh and again it, it takes a certain level of vulnerability to talk about where you are spiritually which in an unbelievable fashion all three of these guys four who we ended up with four um have been willing to do and i think you know the more open we are going into a study to be honest candid not pretend you know everything to ask questions to to push back even that's where the richness and the fruit comes from when guys are willing to do that they've all done it the other thing that i'm thinking of just listening to them talk bill is you know they didn't know each other none of these people really knew each other or spent any time with each other that's true what were we thinking bringing them together <laughs> i mean only god could bring you know six guys together a cup only a couple knew each other i was a common denominator but and then everyone's gotten along so well and and we've all made more friends as yeah. a result oh, yeah um and then even a perfect stranger joined us who again God ordained that he should be a part of this, and he's been a great addition as well mhm
0: um i think of the passage in in Matthew um when jesus says who do you say that i am hmm. so jay when you were Uh, 19, Uh, who did you say Jesus was?
2: Well, you know, I I feared God, and I just thought he was the great almighty Oz-like figure. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a movie from, or a line from a Jim Carrey movie where, you know, uh, this vision of God with a magnifying glass burning us like ants. (laughs) I mean, I kind of had that fear of if I step out of line you know, I'm going to get corrected quickly. Mm-hmm. So I better toe the line or else. That was really my understanding of God, not a loving, relational God who is filled with grace and forgiving. That wasn't my picture until I started to go to Bible studies. Mm-hmm. You know, when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life,
0: no one comes to the Father except by me. Um,
2: it's Pretty black and white. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know that. Right. I, you know, when when I was growing up, I thought I had to go to church X many times. I mm-hmm. had to receive communion X many times, and I had to not do X percent uh, sins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was my formulation of salvation. Mm-hmm. So when you guys came into the study, what what were what were some of the things that came
0: into your mind that you thought, huh, this is a brand new thing for me, for my brain to try to wrap my arms around, it. and I'm not sure if I'm getting there yet.
5: Yeah, that was that was something that really started to sink in with me because it because it was so new and I was around people that were very intelligent and very open about their feelings and thoughts and weren't afraid to say things that you know might not be received as well because it's like, you know, questioning God, mm-hmm. questioning why this would happen or why that would happen. I mean, all the usual accusations that challenge faith. And so it was really rewarding and and instantly for me uh, engaging because I got to be engaged because I'm not engaged. It's like the rest of us, you know, we got a lot of other things going on. It's easy just to kind of pull back, but it just, it yanked me in. And what shocked me the most, which is just so rudimentary, but what shocked me the most is just how beautiful the words were and Mm -hmm. how powerful and how cogent and how strong in such a concise manner. And you, we could talk about a sentence for hours, and we did. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why it yeah. took us six months to get through the Book of John. <laughs> 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 we didn't really want it to end. We kept going. Well, why don't we lead that chapter again? No. But so for for me, it was it was it just kind of threw me over. A wave it didn't shock me, but just just grabbed me and picked me up and took me along on this great ride instantly. Mm-hmm. And the the fellowship that came with that, um, with this group, obviously that's that's key too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not. It wasn't just the word, it was who I was hearing it from and how I felt about him. So I think, you know, in receiving the word of God, it's really important how it's delivered Mm. and who it's delivering it. And so if you encounter people who maybe aren't on that, uh, the same page with you, a lot of times it's been their experience that has nothing to do with the word of God at at all. It has to do with their experience. Jay, you talked about your experience. You felt... You didn't feel like you're outside, but you felt like you had it Mm -hmm. uh, until you really work at it. And then I'm going to say one more thing, and that is, you know, back to some of the critiques of of Christianity in particular was this that it was just a means of control. This is not an easy religion. It is not easy to understand. It is not easy. I mean, in some ways, it's very simple, but it is complex and it is complicated. And once I started to appreciate all that all those notions about, oh, we're just going to manipulate people, out the window, they're gone, they're gone. I can walk up to those people and go, wrong. Boy, are you wrong, and here's why. So for me, that was just, I mean, the complication, the complexity, I just love it, and there's so many layers.
4: I would say on the the flip side, though, to me it was somewhat, this is easy. Not so much. Here he goes. No, I love the complexity, but on the other hand, it's, if you just accept the word, accept the grace that he died for our sins, and I don't have to do anything to get into heaven. I just have to believe. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. All the rest of it is really interesting learning. Yes. But but to some extent, as I look at people that, to your point, manipulate it, take verses to mean whatever they want it to mean. Yes, you can take any verse out of context that you want and make it mean what you want. But if you just look at the picture as a whole— And that's what really got me is the simplicity of it. It's a couple of core concepts that if you buy into that, the rest just opens up wide open. And then it's for the learning. Yeah, it gets complex. And as we learn all of the bits and how we got to those points, but I just keep coming back to I've been I've been given this incredible blessing. I have this grace, and so that's how I try to go through every day because it, it
5: makes my life a lot easier. Bill, mm-hmm. I have my hand raised. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're on air. Yes. We yeah, go ahead, Brian. I guess what I was going to say is the concepts. Yeah. I agree with that, mm-hmm. but the concept of the Trinity, okay? sure. that's yep. not an easy one to no. get your head around. Yep. Nope. I mean, there's all sorts of concepts of the Son of God, of Immaculate Conception. I mean, there's all these things of... That you really got to understand, and it takes – and that's kind of what I was talking about, the complexity yeah. of it for me. I, well, I, you're, I you're, it a lot,
4: you're a lot smarter than that, Brian. No, so no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I mean but if that,
0: you get the Christianity starter kit and that's in there, that's not easy.
4: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. That's
0: a, you know, Conception, started. trinity. I can bring in you well, know, the scholars from Northwestern yeah. here, and, and we just go, well, let's wait till we get to heaven.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. but you know, that's where when, when we figured out – when Bill and I conferred on where should we start? with these guys. And we prayed about it. We kicked around a bunch of different ideas. And you know, we thought, well, the gospel of John is as good as any place to start uh, in the New Testament, the story of Jesus. And, but we did feel like, you know, to the complexity side, w- you know, you're a former lawyer. Recovering. Right? <laughs> Recovering. <laughs> <laughs> um, none of you had been in the word to have this deep understanding. And, um, you know, others had different understandings of, you know, maybe what Christianity was compared to other religions and kind of more universally accepting. So we felt like we had to go to Keller's reason for God to really go to the apologetics,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which was very complex stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, every chapter we went through in that, we had to read twice just to grasp it so that we could discuss it. Right. So there, it's part intellectual and part simplex. But I was thinking as they were talking, Bill, you know, uh, New Testament uh, says the word is living and active, and sharper than a two-edged sword. What I'm hearing you guys is, you know, it's just it's penetrating.
5: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it and it's real, and it's not just this book you read. No, it is. It's really hard to comprehend until you dive in, soak it in, contemplate it, and then start to apply it. Then it becomes a living and active tool for us to live by, and that's what. You were experiencing and are experiencing.
4: Oh, when I read each each week or every other week when we read our verses and we get ready for it, I'm thinking to myself, "Okay, I get you know this much out of it. I can't wait to hear what the other, what everybody else is seeing out of this. It's yeah. it's almost like I just want to speed read through it because I want to hear what I'm missing because I know I'm missing a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I
0: I took a speed reading class, and my speed re- and my speed my reading was up seventy three percent. And my my comprehension was down 73%, so (laughs) it was a little bit of a wash. uh, We'll take a little break. When we come back, my Bible study in studio. Be back in a minute. Of the show, it's the big hands on the 47, so 13 minutes until the top of the hour. Awfully glad you're listening. If you just climbed in your car, uh, I have my Bible study in studio. We meet every other uh, Friday, and we've been at this for three years. So this is our third year anniversary, and I thought, let's get the Bible study in the studio and talk about where we've been, where we're going, how we've done, what we've learned, what we have a hard time putting our arms around, and uh, a new exercise that uh, Jay suggested, uh, which I thought was a brilliant idea. Jay, could you talk about that, if you would?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Bill mentioned we're in our third year, so, you know, this is this is a journey of depth, um, and it's a journey of being challenged in our faith. And ultimately, we we come to know Christ, we grow in Him, and we continue to grow. And at some point, that transitions into us serving Him, and sharing the good news that we've learned, and that we've applied, and that we felt. So, we uh, we laid the gauntlet down to the guys last week, and they're going to be writing their testimonies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we gave them a little template to write out their testimony. You know, wh- where were you at? Kind of along the lines of the questions you've been asking. Where were you at? You know, before you met Christ? Mm-hmm. How did you meet Christ? And then how have you changed since then? Uh, to help equip them to be prepared anywhere, anytime Mm -hmm. to share that story as God would lead them to and the people in their life. So uh, I'm excited to hear their stories constructed Mm -hmm. and uh, because I think this is going to be the beginning of how God's now going to use these three years and every week going forward Mm -hmm. uh, for their own respective ministries. Yeah, because aren't we at an age
0: and stage of life where every time you turn around, you're hearing another piece of difficult news. A friend gets cancer, Mm -hmm. a a person has a loved one die. So we're at a a place now where we're we're dealing with a lot of serious issues. And if you can start offering hope to people uh, and give them your strength and hope in Christ, boy, it's... It's a great entree into a discussion yeah. about spirituality. I
2: think it can be daunting, you know, as I'm sure all of them have shared with others that they're in a Bible study, um, and some people may be raising an eyebrow, and some people may be saying, oh, good for you. Yeah. But re- really, this I think this third year is about application and execution, mm-hmm. uh, taking what you've learned, sharing it with others, praying about... Who is it in your life that the Lord wants you to reach out to? Mm -hmm. Um, And then preparing yourself to do that, because what do I say now? Okay, I think I know a person I want to meet with or I want to reach out to, but what should I say? Uh, So in my mind, this will be a great exercise for each of them, because I remember doing it when I was 19 or so. took me a long time to put it together and then to share it. I was scared to death, but Mm -hmm. after that it became... My greatest tool Mm -hmm. in my pocket is, you know, my testimony.
0: Yeah. So when you walk away from some of the studies on mornings, has there been an idea or uh, something that we talked about that you just kind of flat out said, this sounds kind of nuts to me, or I don't know how I'm going to put my arms around this, or I don't know if I can buy into this?
4: I think it hasn't been anything that I can't buy into. It's certainly been, man, how do I... Really live that. I can, I can believe it. And you talked earlier about how Jay is always looking for how always. to um, add a word in. Mm-hmm. And I we read these passages. I'm like, I can't remember that. You guys, <laughs> you know, have these, this total recall on, on Bible <laughs> no. verses and and such. And and so that's been for me. When I walk away, it's like, how do I remember all of this stuff? How do I apply it? There's so much. And so I try to take away. One little thing is there's just one little thing that that I can hold on to, um, at least for the next two weeks um, to go into it, and so that's that's really for me. It's I haven't really come across anything that has you know raised my doubts or said uh, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. made me cock my head in, in sideways, but yeah. it's more back to what you were saying, Brian. The enormity of it. How yeah. do you, how do we take all of this in? There's just yeah. so much.
0: Yeah, some people get stuck. You know, when I said John 14:6, uh, Jesus said. Um, Uh, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So I think uh, there's some people that would think, well, wait a minute, what about all the people in India? What about the Hindus? What about the people that don't buy that? Are they just, are they done?
2: Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's there's questions you can walk away from Bible studies going, I don't know if I can buy into this. Well, I think we hit that in our first year of the study, you know, in John 14. Mm -hmm. I, I remember having lengthy conversations about that.
4: Yeah, about people who are, you know awful people and repent on their deathbed do, do, <laughs> yeah. do they get the same uh grace that the rest of us do yeah. that have been trying our whole life and yeah. so yeah there's and i think that's somewhere of where i go with the simple some of that stuff's just a little too big for me to tackle yet so i'm going to mm-hmm. focus on what i get mm-hmm. that's good what about you brian
5: Yeah, I think I'm going to talk to Jesus about that one. (laughs) I want to – maybe we can revisit that one. No, I – yeah, there are some – definitely some tough concepts. Yeah. Things like that. You know, and I also got to – you got to understand that some of the things we're not necessarily meant to understand right now. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's part of the faith. And so if you're getting – as Dale said, you're getting this piece and you're getting this piece and it's building who you are and it's just – you know, it's seeping into your skin. It's becoming more and more who you are, which is definitely happening with Mm me then keep going, keep mm-hmm. going, you know, all good things in in due yeah. time. And so that's good. Yeah. So some of those concepts, I'm not going to worry about them. I can't. That I mean, prevents
2: I, a lot of people from getting into a Bible study. They want everything figured out before mm-hmm. they would jump in and look at the word. Mm-hmm. Let, let's get into it and let's see what God does. Let's see how God changes you, how mm-hmm. he inspires you, how he gives you wisdom. And over time, we'll address these things. And I think what what I've seen in them is they've seen so many things that have been meaningful to them and that have been life-changing to a degree as far as a concept or application that, you know, they know this is true. They feel that. Mm -hmm. And so if this portion is true and that portion is true, how can the other not be true? And that's what you do as as you grow Mm -hmm. in your faith.
0: Did you guys ever feel like, uh, I don't want to look or appear stupid?
5: I've been dealing with that concern my whole life, <laughs> and so I'm pretty comfortable with it okay. now, so, but maybe, Dale, I yeah. don't know.
4: Inside the Bible study, no, okay, but it, it, it's still absolutely um, an issue I deal with outside. I see opportunities, and I'm just not quite confident enough as to how do I approach this? What's, what's the right thing to say? <laughs> Spend enough time thinking about it, and the moment's passed, mm-hmm. and so... Yeah. Um, that's where I'm still afraid of sticking my foot in my mouth um, and uh, how do I approach this? And so I think that's one of the things that hopefully uh, the exercise uh, were – which at first I dreaded. I'm like, yeah, I know where he's going with this. <laughs> sort, of, sort of knew this was going to come at some point. Um, but the more I think about it, it's like the number of opportunities that I see and I know there's probably 10, 10x that that I don't see.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm just wondering if you are reluctant to get into a Bible study because you don't want to appear like you don't know a lot. You know, for some oh, people, the extent sure. of their, their their education when it comes to God ends at about se- seventh or eighth grade. Now, I don't want to appear stupid around adults.
5: Yeah, and I think that's all kind of like framing the discussion because if it's all about quoting chapter and verse, yeah, I'm out. Okay, I'm <laughs> out. Okay, yeah. but if you want to talk about what it means to me mm-hmm. yeah. in a larger context and how it's changed me. I'm all in, Cool, and I'd rather have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, And
2: then for those out there who are considering forming their own study of people who've never been in a study before, Mm -hmm. that's how you frame it. Hey, I'm gathering people who've never been in a study. Mm -hmm. We're going to open the Word and see what it has to say and see how it applies to us. It's a beginner study. 101. You don't need to be a theologian. So um, I think we framed it that way. This Mm -hmm. this isn't a Chest puffing contest to see who memorized more scripture than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think will get more people to show up at a study.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? How has your prayer life
0: changed?
4: Uh, this is live radio. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say that it's it is much more. Um, the first thing that I think of, I, I still, as I've I've talked about, I still need to get into. A habit okay. uh, of doing it, um, but what when I'm confronted with something, it is my fallback. Um, okay, I'm going to pray about this before trying to figure it out myself. Mm. So um, that's a from new that default, said, isn't it? it? It's a good deal. Again, I, that's I, a new one, though, isn't it? it it's a brand new deal. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> <not>. <laughs> never did that before. Absolutely not. It was. It was only when you still had the packaging out of it. Didn't <laughs> it <when> you, <laughs> absolutely. It was like, okay, I've tried everything else, now I'll try prayer. Yeah. Um, but that's the biggest difference. I think the other big difference is is how because uh, before I prayed, here's what I need. Um and, and mm-hmm. what I've learned through this is I now start prayers with what I'm thankful for. And sometimes I'll just pray about that. If if I recognize, wow, I'm really blessed, I'll just pray and say thanks. And mm-hmm. that absolutely never happened before. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got uh kind of it. We're out of time.
0: Shoot! Yeah, right. it's been fun. It's been yeah. fun. I just want to have a two-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to uh let you guys know the microphones were not turned on today. <laughs> no big deal. This was just kind of an exercise for fun. And I really don't have a job here. <laughs>
5: I these wires this. aren't plugged into <laughs> anything.
0: <laughs> thanks to my Bible study. We've had a blast. Uh, we'll do this again. Thanks for listening today, and thanks uh, to Chuck Betts for coming in, and also Stephen Mansfield, who uh, was just wonderful today. And uh, thanks to uh, Dale and Brian and Jay for coming in. We're going to do this again. We've got a couple more guys in the Bible study that want a piece of this. So we'll have uh, <laughs> another attempt at this. Have a great night, everybody. God bless.